grandson, and Anthony had an interesting time getting through K-12 education. He's an adult now, but he was diagnosed with ADHD, rather a high level, and I appreciate them taking time to share their experiences with us. Tabitha, Anthony, welcome. Hi, thank you. Hello, thank you. All right, so Tabitha, why don't you start out and tell us what was it like as the parent as you worked with the school district? As a lot of the school systems, they don't understand the, the diagnosis. They felt that it was just, he was just an uncontrollable kid. Constantly just, why don't you just get him medicated, which is one of the things we refused to do. So with the school system, we argued with them to get tests done through the school to get them into different, like different health programs. And every year from kindergarten up to fifth grade, almost. No, they, fifth grade. Yeah. Where uh, finally then uh, we, we had the money. We took them to get the tests ourselves and then brought them the results. Then they had no other choice but to start listening. So you you knew before he started school, didn't you? Oh, way before he started school. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> this kid didn't sleep for two hours a day. His sister at the age of four learned how to change a diaper so that mom could get 20-minute nap. Because That's all I got a day. So you mean two hours out of a 24-hour period? All night long, we would have to walk him up and down the street, and he had to see cars go by. If there was no cars, we had to put him in the car, take him for a ride. And as soon as the car engine stopped, we had to walk and find a car, you know. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, Don, he, he never slept, never slept. So it was a matter of getting the school district to recognize was did it take that long for them to put him on an IEP and oh um they didn't even do IEP we um went right to what was called the 504 plan yeah yeah you just had um, the 504 plan uh-huh um i didn't even know about it the school didn't help me at all i i think i stumbled across it from someone else had told me about it okay um, no guidance counselor told me no principals you know, no, nobody. I found it through someone else that had mentioned something about it. And then I had started asking and finding out what that program was. So their, their only solution was just put him on medication. Yep. Just medicate him. Give him medication. Come oh. to find out most of it. And they want him on Ritalin because he was so bad. And you've seen what that stuff does to some kids, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We don't do, yeah. We don't do side effects. No. We don't like side effects very well. So up until fifth grade, Anthony, what was school like for you as the student? Uh, it was very difficult because, like, for me personally, I can't sit in one spot, like, at a desk for more than, like, 20 minutes because I get so, like, anxious and bored and I just want to go walk, do something outside, even learn, like, learn outside, do something fun. Sitting in school was just not something that was good for me. It was not easy. Even through high school, it was I was I would take the pass to the bathroom, just walk around the school for twenty minutes. You know, it's just sitting in one spot. I can't do it. 
So we're, you know, you said you got in a 504 plan by fifth grade. Yes. Is that right? Yes. At that point, were you allowed any breaks, any accommodations, anything like that? Nope. The only thing that that 504 plan gave me was an extra teacher in the classroom just to help out with the students that were in the classroom that had that same thing, just uh -huh. so there'd be two teachers so they can actually get to everybody. That was the only thing that the school did. That was it. Yes. They tell wow. you focus. Yeah. Walk around and tell them focus. Focus. They would just tell them focus. There wasn't any measurement nope, assessment. Nope. The second teacher would just sit in the back of the room, wait for the teacher to be done, give us our work, and then they would just walk around. You have a question. They answer the question, and that was it. They didn't do anything else. They just said, if you were looking out the window, they'd, like, you know, tap on your desk, like, come on, do your work, and that's it. They didn't. That was it. Yep. So the only accommodation is what you gave yourself in high school when you'd use the bathroom hall pass to take your break then. <laughs> yes. What did you get in much support through high school? No, um, high school was like the same thing. There was just a second teacher in the classroom to help out with those kids. And that was it. Um, yeah. The only thing that really helped in high school was I went to a school that had shop classes where you learned, you could learn auto mechanics, welding, HVAC work, wood shop, you know, machine tool technology, and I did, I did, I took automotive, so I was in school for something I wanted to do and what I liked, uh -huh. so I kind of focused on being in the school and actually wanting to be there. Okay, so. so that was the biggest help you got, was you got to take those classes hands-on, areas you were interested in. You did graduate high school, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, but before that, the other thing that helped a lot was the different sports. If oh. you keep them, the activity, like he would do bowling. They were on three different bowling leagues, him and his sister, uh -huh. and baseball in between the bowling. So ac activities that keep them moving to help yeah. burn some of the energy. Not much, but it did help a little. You know, <laughs> and some schools are talking about either – Shortening recess or eliminating it. What yeah. effect would that have had uh, <laughs> on the teachers? <laughs> on Anthony. <laughs> At that point, if they would have got rid of recess, it probably would have been like I would have been in trouble every single day just walking the halls because yeah. I personally can't sit in one spot for like more than half an hour. It just gets yeah, you know, it's too I, much. I'm, I'm starting the the image that's coming to my mind is a caged animal that is <laughs> yeah yeah basically so you, you need to eat dinner without focusing on a piece yeah. of dust flying <laughs> I have heard the description that for an ADH student especially a boy there needs to be an object moving in space, and if there isn't one, he'll create one, or he'll be the object moving in space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, they must have watched him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, I know you're in business now with your sister, right? Yes. So after high school, I actually went to college on my own. I chose to go. 
Ford Automotive graduated college in three years with making Dean's List as well. Because all through, up until my senior year of high school, from kindergarten up, I was failing school because I didn't want to be in the school. I didn't want to do work. Mm -hmm. Uh Senior year of high school, I made honor roll. Then I went to college, means Dean's List. Uh, I actually had two automotive dealerships come up to me offering me a job. I didn't even have to apply. They came up to me, the managers of them. I was actually, me and a partner I had in school to help with working because they need to partner up people. Me and him made, we did a, we were only people in the school to get an A on one of the assignments in four years. So that all happened, went through automotive, got my associates of applied sciences with an automotive degree, and then left college after I graduated. Now me and my sister own a business together called a Debris Removal. Now, you mentioned 12th grade. That's when the big change. You went from failing grades to honor roll, and that was because you found something, your your interest, your passion, right? Yes. That was it. You finally got into classes that were in your field, and then, as you said, you know, and that's significant, not all, a lot of Students, once they get through with high school, never want to set foot in the school again. But you, on your own, pursued college. No, he did. He actually, we, we, didn't, we didn't put a college fund away because we didn't think he would go because we couldn't uh-huh. even get him to sit. <laughs> yeah. But he came to us and said, I want to go look at colleges. We were like, blown away. <laughs> so, but he did it. All right. Now tell me about the business. How long have you been in business? We've been in business for a year and a half now. Had a couple of speed bumps with a couple of different things, but we're working through it and, you know, licenses. you know, yeah, licenses, the state, you know, giving us problems. Yeah. (laughs) You know, all these other problems, but, you know, we just worked through it and we are now here. We're thinking about even getting a second truck to open the business up more. And, but describe exactly where you're based and what services you offer. So we are based in Middlesex County, New Jersey, and we go up and down all of New Jersey we do. And what we do is we do demolition, uh, debris removal. We take out water heaters we've taken out, furnaces, plumbing, um, we've taken full two-story houses down to the studs, every room, hallways, stairways, everything. We've done trash outs, which is just cleaning all the garbage out of a house at some job sites where it's four truckloads. So we do each truckload is about 600 plus tax for the truckload, which is a 20-yard dump truck. And so you mainly you're working with people who are buying a home to fix it up, to renovate it? Yeah. Mainly. The others are banks. They work for uh, people that have uh, clean-outs, the banks, when people get foreclosed on. Okay. Um, and tenants that leave in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's and you, it sounds like you have developed that persistence to stay with it, even with the, all the paperwork challenges, you know, you, the, with the state and the licenses you'd have to get. Yeah, because if I don't stick with it and I decide to go do something else, 
we did all this hard work and got all these licenses finally to be a legal company with everything we've done. What's the point in not actually waiting and trying to actually pursue this and try and get to the top, be the best company there is in New Jersey and then expand other states. I agree. I love it. So what advice do you have? Yay. (laughs) What advice do you have for that? junior high high school student who just can't sit still in class is struggling with getting good grades um find something you like to do if you actually find something you like to do look at high schools around your area that actually do it because there are vocational schools that actually do all of it even if you want to do dance they have dance photography they have photography you know you just look at something you want to do, and it's it's just going to make everything a lot easier. Because then when you're in school, you're going to be like, okay, if I get through these classes, I can get to my shop class, which is what I want to do. And I can actually do something fun during the day, not just sit at a desk in a classroom staring at a whiteboard. So look at their options. And Tabitha, you mentioned you didn't know that he had other options about the 504 plan or... Yeah, no. Nobody tells you, nobody helps you with that. If uh, And I've talked to some parents that were like, I have no idea. I'm like, yeah, you should, that, that child needs that, that help. You need that extra little, you know, time for a test or to get the homework in or, you know, there's little tips and tricks like <laughs> this one. We would send homework back and forth and we had to sign it. The teacher would sign it and then I would sign that it was done. And somehow, some place between here and the school, some of this stuff would get lost. <laughs> yeah. Te- checking in on the teachers was another thing that was big because the teachers sometimes, they would lose the papers or forget to log them in, and then he would get the blame for it. So it would frustrate him even more. Like, I, I turned it in. I know I did. So we would we learned to put everything in one cubbyhole and keep everything so that this way when we had to go to the school because different situations, because like you said, nobody, a lot of the schools don't help you with the stuff. You have to take action and do it's your child. Only you're going to protect your child and watch over them and try to help them the best you can. So that's it. There's little things that you just, you got to give it that extra mile and figure it out. Sometimes somebody will help you along the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you're for? (laughs) Right, right. Yes, I know there are, you know, in some areas you can check for a parent support group or an education advocate, just more information. As you you know, in the best possible worlds, the school district would be providing this information, but when that doesn't happen, I, I love your comment about you need to advocate for your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you did the research, you stuck it out. And look at how it turned out. I know. I don't know how we did it, but we did <laughs> You survived. And I think it's important, too. A lot of parents, especially when they have a child that two hours out of 24 that they're sleeping, that you, you did survive that. Sometimes barely. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it sounds like, you know, your daughter was helping, but you, you probably had a, a network of maybe extended family members or 
grandma walk yeah. grandma would sit with him on the chair and she would just sit there and just and he would watch cars drive by it was the speed the fast you know something yes. the motion. It's still going fast yeah <laughs> yeah still likes that <laughs> the motion and an active job you know that doesn't sound like a desk job there no, no. <laughs> if it was a desk job, I probably wouldn't have it. Yep, you're driving the truck and breaking things apart. Yeah, what's the slogan? We smash it and trash it. <laughs> Sounds yep. like you have found your, created your dream job. Yeah. That is very impressive. I really appreciate your time sharing this. Anything else you want to add? Once Don't you, give up. Yeah, once you yeah. find something you like, just go for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, because once, once I get this business to the point where it needs to be, I'm trying to open up my own auto shop and do custom fabrication, custom work as in building motors, custom suspension work for trucks, cars, build race cars, drift cars, anything. He's yeah. got that. He feels the need for speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds wonderful. Well, first of all, it's remarkable for people in their 20s to be owning their own business and the successful business, a growing business, and then to have overcome you know, the challenge of ADHD and having to find your own classes. That's great. Wonderful. Yeah, the vocational and technical high schools, I think, are, are one of the things that are great. Uh, I don't know if they have them everywhere, but here in New Jersey, they have those. So, and you get to try, the kids get to try, like, different classes to see what they like. So, so much of that, yeah. yeah. At, the, at the vocational high school, for your first marketing period, freshman year, you cycle through five different shops. Uh -huh. You get to five shops that you think you would want to do. You cycle through for two weeks each shop. First semester's over. You pick you pick the top three shops you want to be in. First one is like the one you actually want to be in. And if you can't get into that, the second one and the third one. And second semester, you start your high school in that, that shop. And that's your shop for the rest of your four years. Awesome. That sounds like that's what helped you finish high school. And the business you learn from your parents. They have a business too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the fixing flippers. Yes, so it kind of is a natural. You need the demolition crew then. Oh it works. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he likes running through walls. He used to smash his head against walls. So here, take that wall. Go for it. <laughs> well, now he uses a sledgehammer, right, instead of his head. <laughs> no, not always. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta so, have a little fun with it. Foot, baseball bat, <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> so what's the name of your business? Uh, we're Diamond in the Rough Properties. Okay, and you buy the homes that need to be renovated? Yep, we do. Right. Fix and flips. Awesome. All right, well, thank you both so much. It's been great well, well. to learn about this. And hope you have a great day. You too.
Welcome to In Supportive Families. This is Emily Penrod. My guest today is Adam Thompson, a therapist based in Orem, 